Good morning. Let's get the party started. Let's get the day started, just like the song says. And uh, yeah, it's only about mortgages. <laughs> My name is Michael Mullis, president of a company called Mortgage Teacher. And well, that's exactly what we do on this program. We talk mortgages and interest and what the heck has been going on lately. Let's be honest, the last year and a half, we've heard nothing but mortgages and rates going up, rates going up, rates going up. So when it comes to topics of the show, I have to rely on my listeners. And this week we, you know, talked to a couple of listeners like usual, but we had a great conversation. So I want to have a shout out to, you know, a good client of ours and loyal. And that was great talking, Lindsay. And uh, she brought her son Sam in to talk about some different options that we have. So thank you very much. And that's what this program and that's what this company is all about. Please take a look at mortgageteacher.com. Just Google search mortgage teacher and please read the reviews. And for those of you that have been leaving the reviews, thank you so, so much because it helps everyone. Whether it's a a Reddit column that we're being talked about or a Facebook page, whatever it may be, whoever's referring us, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's what we've developed here at Mortgage Teacher. You know, we want to help everybody out. We think about it over the last 20, 30, 40 years We haven't had anywhere to go for free, true, honest advice. Yes, you go to a financial planner to build wealth, to help invest, and they get a commission cut out of that. So you pay someone to build wealth. Well, who do you pay or who do you talk to to help decrease debt? Because you can't really build wealth until you get rid of debt first. And that's where I've really noticed in the system. No one helps us pay the mortgage off. So at Mortgage Teacher, this is what I want to put out there. And this is the truth. Ask anyone. And like I said, read the reviews here at Mortgage Teacher. You know, it's easy to get a mortgage. In fact, I found out there's over 16,000 mortgage advisors across the country. Wow. It's gone up from 10,000 through COVID. A lot of people feel, hey, I'll go be a mortgage broker on the side. But that's not a part-time job. Do you want to handle your you know, $400,000 in debt and you want to give it to someone that's part-time to do the mortgage? It's not just getting your mortgage done. Where do I get a mortgage? Guys, it's easy to get a mortgage out there for the most part. There's a ton of people, like I said, 16,000 people that want to give you a mortgage. But who's going to help you get rid of the mortgage? And that's where mortgage teacher kicks in. A lot of people in the industry make, make fun of what we do because we do take well over an hour hour and a half with your file to go through because we need to build a mortgage around what your needs and wants are. It's not as easy as, you know, just getting a payment and taking care of it. Well, it is that easy, but here's the dilemma we're having. Can we agree that when you're shopping for a mortgage, what were you told to do? Shop for the lowest rate, shop for the lowest rate. And this is what Lindsay and the family and I were talking about because through my whole life, when it's time to get a mortgage, You shop around for the lowest rate. You call all over. You might even drive two hours away. Do what you have to do to get the lowest rate. Well, people, I'm going to give you a bit of an alert here. The lowest rates have been here. They have come and gone. We have had the lowest rates ever in Canada. So for all of you out there that wanted to go get the lowest rate, if you got a mortgage maybe two years ago, you probably have the lowest rate. Two, three years ago, You have the lowest interest rate. Now, here's the test question. What are you doing with it? 
We all work so hard to get the lowest rate. Go get the lowest rate. Go get, well, what are you doing with it? That's the dilemma we have. We have been trained to go get the lowest rate. Then, of course, your mortgage advisor would say, okay, your payment is $750 biweekly. And you carry on shaking your head, yes, this is fantastic. I have my mortgage and I'm paying it. But here's the dilemma. While you have the rates this low, what is it you should be doing? You should be paying off more principal. Here's the get real real quick. Ever since 2016, we as Canadians have been qualifying at 5.5% to get a mortgage. So even if you got an interest rate of 1.89, if you got a rate of 2.99, good for you. But in order to get that mortgage, you had to qualify at five and a half, which means technically the government has had a standard there saying that you should be able to afford five and a half this entire time. Well, if that's the case, then good for you. You should pay as if it's five and a half. Now, let me give you an example. We had a client in here last week and we call it the incubator strategy, but they're paying 1300 biweekly towards the mortgage because that's what five and a half percent says they should be able to pay. So they have an alternate bank account. Just hear me out. They move 1300 over to this other mortgage bank account every two weeks. Okay. But the mortgage payment is only about 750. So the difference is building up in the account. The point I'm getting at folks, while the rates were low, they're paying off more principal. So when you look, instead of paying $12,000 a year in principal, which really isn't too bad, they're going to be paying $22,000 a year in principal. Think about it, guys. These guys in five years alone are going to pay off over $120,000. That's the plan. This is the type of thing we do here at Mortgage Teacher. It's not just what's your mortgage payment, what's your rate. No, it's how much effort you're applying to your debt, yes, And most of all, guys, what is the results? What are the results? Since when do we become not results focused? And I'll give you a quick example of what I mean. When you invest, you're investors out there. Think about it. If you're a financial planner or you are an investor or you like to invest, you're interested. Okay, have a listen. If you were to give someone $100,000 to invest and at the end of the year, you get the statement. What do you think you're going to look at? Let's think about that. Right away, you're going to look at the results. We are results focused. So if we go and I give someone $100,000 and I invest it, at the end of the year, I'm excited. I open up my statement. I look and wow, I made $12,000. Wow, I made $14,500. We are results focused on an asset. Now, let me reverse that. You have a $100,000 mortgage debt. You open your statement at the end of the year, and what do you look at? Oddly enough, we always look at the interest rate and the payment. None of us, not very, 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 very rarely, and I could call you out on this right now. I could say if anyone here knows exactly how much they're paying off in their mortgage per year, let me know. Because a lot of us don't know. We can guess. We can say around 8000 12000 if we get our statement at the end of the year to give to our accountant. And yeah, that's what we want to focus on, how much we're paying off. So we had someone come in, folks, and this is kind of what our topic's going to be this week. We're all talking about renewals and renovations. You know, we're shocked on how much we're paying on outside money. And I'll give you that example in a 
second part of the show. I want to keep talking about this part quick. But this is how we have to open up our eyes to realize that, wow, we could be paying more somewhere else. And here's the example I mean, folks. Say you do owe $100,000 in a mortgage and you are maybe being aggressive and paying it down the way the banks taught us. You know, I know my grandparents and my parents taught me, pay your debt off, pay your debt off, pay your debt. So let's say I accelerate my mortgage. and Every month I put an extra $1,000 on my mortgage. I increase my payment. So I'm, I'm paying my mortgage off pretty good now. But all of a sudden, now I want to do about $20,000 in renovations around the house. Maybe I want to put some backyard stuff in. Maybe I want to finish a basement. Maybe I want to change some windows. There's a lot of incentives out now. So, you know, making your home a lot smarter with windows and insulation and things as such, you can get some rebates. So a lot of people are looking into this stuff. But here's the problem. We're always raised, well, just go get a line of credit. Let's just go get a line of credit. And that's what I want to talk about when I come back after this break. Okay. The good old line of credit. I know when I was 20 years old and I just wanted a quick $20,000 line of credit, unregistered. Let's think about this, folks. So you just want 20000 so you can get access to it and you can go and do something with it. That today is at prime plus four. Okay. Prime is at 6.7. So now your line of credit rate just became 10.7%. Wow. That's like private funds. Did you know if you borrowed a line of credit, you know, you borrow 20 or 40 grand, it's going to be at 10%. It could be. And that's what we want to talk about because maybe that's not the best way to get the renovations done, depending how long you're going to have that debt. I'm Michael Mullis with Mortgage Teacher, and we'll be right back after this break. All right, here we go again. I'm Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher, and that's exactly what we're doing here. We're shooting the breeze on mortgages, and if you just tuned in now, I can catch up real quick, but feel free to look us up at mortgageteacher.com. And and like I say, just Google Mortgage Teacher, read the reviews, read what we're trying to do to help people out. And if you don't know, well, that's what we do. We deal with your bank. If you're at, you know, TD, we just did this yesterday. If you're at TD, we can arrange your whole deal and send you through to TD. TD loves us. Why? We make their job easy. You think your job is short-staffed. The banking is too, folks. So the quicker, the smarter, the more efficient... You can be with a bank. Well, now we can use that as leverage to give you cheaper rates. And that's exactly what we do here at Mortgage Teacher. Now, before the break, I was kind of talking about, you know, coming up, wanting to do renovations, borrowing money for renovations. And then what if your mortgage is up for renewal, maybe this summer, next summer? Because a lot of people are worried about, well, you know, I'm at 2%, maybe I'm at 3.2%. When I come up for renewal, what are the rates going to be? What could my payment go up to? And yeah, this is a dilemma we have. And as I mentioned earlier in the show, forever, as long as I've known, we've been raised to, when you get your mortgage, shop for the lowest rate. Okay, okay, good. Now we know some history. The lowest rates are here, folks. They are, they were here. I apologize. They have come and gone. So a lot of you out there currently today, technically, have the lowest rates. So I'm going to call you out. What are you doing with them? Are you just taking the payment that the advisor, that the broker sent you? Oh, here you go, sir. Here's your new mortgage. Your payment $750 biweekly. Because, like I said earlier in the show, we as Canadians should be setting the bar at about 5 5.5%. That has been the rule, the stress test since 2016. 
So what we've been doing here is trying to teach people to, you know, set your payment as if it's at five and a half. And if you got a lower rate for five years, folks, congratulations, because what does that mean? That means you're going to get more principal. Here's what I'm trying to notice with history, because back in 2015 and 16, we had the lowest interest rates. We had as low as two per two and a half percent for a five year fixed. Then they went up to like 3.95 and then 2020, five years later, mm, that would have been a great renewal. They came up for renewal and that 2.5% was at 2.5% again. And coincidentally, when are they saying the rates are going to come down? 2024 or 25. So if you see the pattern here, every five year trend, 2015 lowest rates, 2020 lowest rates, 2025, we could again have lower rates. That is penciled in to be the next election, October 2025. In the past, we have seen rates come down towards elections. So the pattern is set, guys. It looks like it's going to head that way. <coughs> Excuse me. So like I always say, while you have this lowest rate, this is when you should be taking advantage of having that lowest rate. Now, if you're enjoying the low payment and enjoying life, I guess that's what you want to do. But be wary. This is when you want to might pay more mortgage down so you owe less if you do have to take a 5% rate. Now, what I was talking about earlier, the dreaded line of credit or the example of, you know, we're all raised to pay our mortgage off as quick as we can. And the banks have caught on to this. I would say back in 2008, we started to see a strategy from the banks. And when I say the banks, they all like to lend. But when you go to a bank for advice, you're getting advice directly from the bank where here at Mortgage Teacher, just like you financial planners or your investment plans, you have an unbiased plan. You have someone that's concerned about you. And that's what we're here to do. And the reason I say that is because I, I feel that the banking system is kind of picking on our ethics that our grandparents raised us on. And here's what I mean. I was raised to pay my mortgage off as quick as I can. So Whenever I get extra money, I try to put it down on the mortgage, you know, tax returns. I try to accelerate my payment and put more down on the mortgage. And then all of a sudden I've done well. I'm proud of what I'm paying my mortgage down. And then all of a sudden my wife says, you want to know what? We could really put some money into the backyard or, you know, the kids could really use a better room down in the basement. So we should finish that basement. Um, right now there's benefits, you know, let's upgrade the windows and get this $5,000 rebate. There's up to $10,000 rebates if you're doing it through natural gas and um, hydro, I believe. I don't know the other $5,000, but we can get up to $10,000 rebate through the government. So a lot of people are looking into maybe re-insulating, you know, changing some doors and windows and making their house more efficient. Perhaps even some solar energy. Hard to say. But that's what we're all kind of dipping into. So then instantly, how would you go get money to do that? Well, banks for years have been saying, oh, just come over here and give it. We'll give you a line of credit. Folks, let's talk about this old famous easy line of credit. And I brought this up earlier in the show. When, you know, let's just picture the 80s and the 90s. You want to go in and get a $20,000 line of credit just to kind of kick your life off. You know, maybe buy some furniture for a new rental you've got. Maybe help you out with a car. But remember when we went and asked for that, you know, $10,000, $20,000 line of credit? And let's say you don't have it registered. It's not tied to your house. Okay. That interest rate has always been prime plus four. But today, folks, prime is at 6.7. That's the issue. Variable is much higher than fixed. What? 
Yes, what is going on? Variable is about over 1% higher than the fixed rate. We don't usually see this. We saw it a little bit back in 2019 for about 10 months, but now we're seeing it again. So variable isn't very attractive, and variable is tied like your line of credit. So you could have prime plus four. Your line of credit rate could be at 10.7%. Now, if you're listening going, well, my line of credit isn't. My line of credit's at 7%. Well, first of all, 7% isn't very attractive either, but that means you have it registered. If your line of credit is registered, talk to your lawyer. That's a second mortgage. That's the same thing. You have to get an appraisal done. You have to get your house assessed. You have to qualify with your income. So if you go get a line of credit at, say, prime plus a half, that today would still be at 7.2%. That's pretty much the best line of credit you can get out there. The catch is you can only get those up to 65% of your house. So a lot of people that have gotten these lines of credits, really, it's like a second mortgage in their house. Now, what probably happened? You bought a house for $400,000 five years ago. It's worth $600,000, so no problem. We'll give you the line of credit. Here's the problem, though. You're paying it at 7.2% compounded monthly. Yes, a line of credit is compounded 12 times a year in the formula. I mean, it might not add up to a whole lot, but still, in the formula, you are paying the most. Now, on an investment, as I know there's planners listening, you want to make interest on your interest. You want it compounded more often. But if that loan's against you, you want it compounded at least. So like I mentioned earlier in the show, and thank you, another shout out to Lindsay and Sam, a family of listeners that called in. Their debate is they want to get money to finish some renovations around the house. But the good news is their mortgage renewal is coming up February 2024. Okay. So now you can talk into a line of credit because they're going to pay 7% on the money. But the plan is get the renovations done much prior and we're going to go and refinance at February 2024. Now, the catch you need to be worried about here, the renovations need to be done. And this is what mortgage teachers here to do, folks. If you have any plans like this, if you have a renewal coming up in the next year or two, let's talk now so we can plan ahead. If you have any renovations you want to do, let's talk now to plan ahead to make sure your timing lines up well with your money and get the cheapest way possible. These are all things we do here at Mortgage Teacher, folks. Please look us up at mortgageteacher.com. You can follow us on Instagram. You can see us on Facebook. I don't know if we're on Snapchat. We're going to have to ask the younger generation that. But I know you can find us. And you can always do the old school way. Pick up the phone. Give us a shout. 226-289-2991. Again, my name is Michael Mullis. And I'm signing off. Have a fantastic weekend, folks. Take care.